Hello everybody, how are we doing? Happy Sunday, I hope you guys, oh, welcome back to Life Show Bitch. I hope you guys have had a wonderful, wonderful week. It's actually only Wednesday when I'm filming this and let me tell you, anyone else just fucking exhausted at the moment? What is it? It is, the sun is shining, it has been all week now, like all weekend, all week, it's been gorgeous. I've had three nights of actually really good sleep and I'm just exhausted. One thing about me, to be fair, I can't get out of bed. Like I actually just cannot wake up. I've never been good at it, but at the moment, oh my God, at the moment, cannot get out of bed for the life of me. Again, I say it for the life of me. I got out of bed at half seven today, but I was awake at seven and then I just kept up and down, up and down, up and down. The last few days I've been meaning to wake up at seven, like out of bed for seven every day. Has it happened once? No. I've no discipline, no discipline. I've got a nice coffee today, guys. Although, does it? Low-key just tastes like oat milk. So I've run out of my usual Nespresso pods. So I'm using this pack that I bought in my last order. I don't even know why I bought, didn't even realize I bought. I think I was just like, oh, I'll try those. But it's a single, espresso I think and it just doesn't I feel like I'm drinking a cup of oat milk anyway I was also going to say to you guys today before we started the podcast you know how much I adore sitting down to film the podcast like now that I'm here <sighs> favorite part of the week I love this it's like it's oh my god it's just the best i'm like oh i just gotta film the podcast like all work but like really i just get to sit down and chat to my friends for like an hour that feels like why does it feel cringe to like call you guys my friends like i feel like i'm like 20 i was gonna say 2009 like 2014 youtube like oh my best friends but like i do feel like i'm talking to my friends i do just feel like i'm catching you up on my life and like telling you the things i've thought about this week which is exactly what we're gonna do this week as well but anyway love sitting down to film the podcast the setup oh right now i've got my phone on a tripod my camera on a ring light i've obviously got my laptop my headphones and my mic doesn't sound like a lot takes a lot to set up my ring light like hides behind the full-length mirror in my living room <laughs> like day to day like i was just getting it out and setting everything up like it i wish it was just like in a room already done so i could literally just sit down and be like hi guys Anyway, what are we talking about today? I nearly forgot then. Today we are one year post-grad. Uh, we're actually technically in between. So one year ago, we, ha we were all handed in and we were in summer, but I hadn't actually graduated right. One girl answered my question box because this episode is all question boxes as per. Like I'm going to go through like just questions you guys have asked me because I want to kind of know what you want to know. I don't just want to like chat about my experience with no direction and one girl's like love you don't think you're using postgrad right i think i am i'm post graduating i know you can do a postgrad like degree but that's not what i'm talking about i'm just a year postgrad or am i just not am i a year undergrad but like post just means after like while you're in uni you're you're pre-grad <laughs> Like post just means afterwards, no? Okay, one year after graduation, one year after finishing uni. Um, so the journal prompt last week was, 
Where did you think you'd be a year ago? Like, where do you think you'd be today a year ago? And kind of like, where do you hope you'll be a year from now? I'm gonna answer where I hope to be a year from now at the end of the episode, because it feels right. But we are gonna talk about where did I think I'd be a year ago today? This time last year, I was a, I was one week away from a month-long Bali trip with like my besties, which is actually really cute because them two same besties are coming today and tomorrow. Imogen is coming to my house today. Oh my God, we forgot our gratitudes. Sorry, rewinds. It's because it's already taken me four and a half minutes to chat about what, don't I? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What am I grateful for? I have been getting so many cool event invites recently. I feel like I've just been invited to so many cool things recently. I'm bringing, I can't wait for this. I feel like we're gonna have a lot of fun. I'm like bringing them into the influencer world this weekend because everything we're doing is like free. Well, that's not true, but like I've got a HelloFresh meal to cook them. It was, it was hashtag gifted. I've got like credits for this like Manchester food app so we can order food, hashtag gifted. Um, this sounds like I'm bragging I'm not I just do think it's so cool I like this is what I'm grateful for I've just been given so many cool opportunities recently and then I was gonna take them to comedy you guys know how much I love this comedy club in Manchester I just think it's hilarious La Fienda it's in Lion's Den Deansgate it's free so it's like people trying new material so don't go into it expecting like the best of the best but do go into it just like expecting a bit of a laugh you cannot sit in the back like six rows you have to sit at the front one time we went and sat at the back and it was like nowhere near as much of like a fun experience like sit at the front it doesn't matter like they're not gonna pick on you and like be horrible to you they're just gonna like chat to you it's just so much fun for free like it's just such a good time um because you just like laugh at your friends if it's like fuddly awkward you like laugh with your friends if something actually is hilarious like one of your friends is like getting spoken to it's just funny like I just absolutely love it it's such a good time so I realized they were here on a Thursday so I was gonna bring them and then I got an invite to an Urban Outfitters x Fujifilm event and two brands that like are at the top of my list to work with so I was like, I'm really sorry guys, I don't want to miss up the opportunity, but I have got a plus two. Do you want to come to this instead of going to comedy? And they were both like, sounds sick. And my friend Loz is um, perform. they say performing, so I don't know where she's like performing because it's in the Urban Outfitters shop, I think. I don't know, we'll have to see. But so excited for that, so, so excited. So I'm bringing them to that on Thursday, but I'm just getting so many cool event invites recently. I got invited to an Aldi Rose uh, event the other day. I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to go, but I wanna be able to go because it sounds so much fun. 
Anyway, my HelloFresh box came. <laughs> I picked some meals with the girls in mind for my HelloFresh box. And then I got told like the form, because like if you're working with HelloFresh, you don't like order it on the website like, like you guys would. I like fill out this form and my manager was like, oh, they think there's been an issue with the, th- the, with the form. So I didn't think I was gonna get it. And then it came. So I'm, I was honestly, vlog coming out soon, next Thursday, you will see just how grateful I was when I got the text. And I'm grateful that my pals are coming. It always means the most when like my friends come up to Manchester because no one lives that close. You know, if my friends are coming, they're either coming from like down Kent in like minimum two hours away, Birmingham. Actually, no, Gabby is Doncaster, but she's, that's also like an hour and a half, two hours away, I think. So like, it just means a lot. I mean, also it's like, it's now the hub for all me and my friends to meet up because I'm the only one out of like all friendship groups that's like moved out and is like living alone somewhere and like isn't in a uni house. So they love it as much as I do, but I do just absolutely love it when my friends come to visit because it's nice to have people in my flat because I'm all I'm all alonesome otherwise, which I do absolutely love, but it's nice to host and have people here and go and do things with people and yeah, I just love it. Although sometimes I don't love it when loads of new friends come at once like in january i was kind of like okay everybody stop now because i was taking i was doing the same thing like every weekend with new friends <laughs> which was fine i wouldn't complain because i missed everybody so much but it did get to a point now i was like i'm excited for you to come on your second visit so it's not like let's just walk around town let me show you this fun bar let me like go and show everybody my favorite places so i'm excited now that everybody's like on their second visits and we can all go and like try new fun things together like me and the girls tomorrow are going to go to ashton which is like where apparently all the best charity shops are and i haven't been so it'll be nice to like just bring them there and we'll just see what's about together sorry so where did i think i would be this time last year yes i was a week away from a month-long bali trip with my pals which now just seems like i'm so glad we did it oh my god i'm so glad we did it when we were doing it i was like oh my god we're we're actually doing this like how many people can say they've done this i was like i know like one of them couldn't really afford it at the time and it all just seemed a bit far-fetched and we weren't sure like i don't know it was a month and it all just seemed a bit crazy and i was like guys for the rest of our lives now we have done this for the rest of our lives we can say we went to bali post uni with each other for a whole month a whole month like it was just i feel like now everybody's going to bali for a month but it just was so exciting like i'm just so 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 glad we've done it and we have those memories because oh like looking back on it now it was literally just like the best time ever um i had just finished uni hence the video i at this time our uni ball was like a few days ago i think so at this time I'd be finished for about three weeks. I felt so free and happy, I wrote down. Um, I felt like I was about to start the best year of my life. I felt like my life was literally just beginning. Not to be dramatic, this is so true. I just turned 21, I just had this funny gut feeling about 21 and I was like, this is, I, it was my caption for my birthday photo. I was like, I have a feeling this is gonna be the best one yet. And it absolutely was. It shit on all other years. Like, 21 was the best year. Um, And it didn't disappoint. 
I'd said. Anyway, do I think... Where did I think I'd be? Do, did I think I'd be in this position? So not like was the whole year what I had hoped. Where did I think I would be one year on? Honestly? Or where, where, did, I, where did I hope I'd be? Sorry, I feel like I just stuttered about six times in that last sentence. Where did I think or hope I'd be? To be honest, <laughs> pat on the bloody back in this exact position. I hoped slash knew slash wanted to be in Manchester. To be fair, I didn't think I'd be living alone, but to be fair, I hoped I'd be living alone. Like that was the best case scenario, but I didn't think I was gonna be. Um, living in money, full-time content creation, still with my wonderful boyfriend, still have all my amazing friends. To be honest, I didn't think I would have started and finished up therapy. If me a year ago knew that 21 was the best year ever and we also <laughs> basically are fully over some trauma that we had, she would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Pat on the bloody back. How did you manage that alongside everything else you've done? Um, little did she know, it actually just was like, it, one of the easiest things ever is so dismissive. It was actually hard like it was really really hard i was sad for a long time at the beginning of these the beginning of this year but on reflect on reflection everything seems fucking easier than it was doesn't it but anyway yes i naive naively naively would have thought that i had more money i didn't expect to pay this much on rent didn't know how much things cost but yes the only thing that i would have been like oh what is that I was struggling for money some months. I'd be like, what do you mean? We don't struggle. No, babe, because you're in uni, there's hardly anything to pay for and rent in uni costs like pennies compared to the real world. Um, which is obviously a completely unique situation. Like all of my friends couldn't wait to finish uni so that they could have a job and make money. Like I'm aware my situation is so unique, which I'm gonna preface throughout this whole video that my post-grad life was very, very different to a lot of people's, but also, I've got many a friend um, that I'm going to talk about in different situations. So don't worry, this isn't like how I became an influencer for a year after postgrad. No, we're going to talk about like everything that comes along with postgrad because, as I said, I've got like six, seven friends that I can, I know all of their situations and everybody is in different and similar positions. Anyway, like I said, I'm going to mainly go off questions that you guys asked because I want to know almost what you want to know I don't want to just talk about like what I've done so I guess should we quickly preface like things I've done the last year went to I did a lot of traveling at the back end of last year I went to Bali for this I really don't want this to sound like braggy like I, I worked my little bum off in uni to have this money to do this and I spent every single penny of it like I moved into this flat and I was like I'm gonna have to move straight back out. Like I did not, did not fuck about. I saved and I spent. <laughs> I went to Bali for a month um, with my two best friends. I went to Costa Rica for a month with my boyfriend. And then I had an amazing opportunity with work to go to Australia for six weeks. I mean, we paid for our flights and a lot of our spending there, but they covered like our accommodation and our trips and stuff. And so I brought my boyfriend on that as well. Originally I was gonna go alone, but then I decided I think I've talked about it in so many episodes. I was being a little miss hyper-independent, didn't actually want to go alone, just wanted to go alone to like prove myself to, to who? I don't know, to people that don't actually care. 
Um, so me and my boyfriend then went to Australia for six weeks. Went home from Australia on the... Landed back on the 22nd of December. Obviously, Christmas is the 25th of December. Moved to Manchester on the 28th of December. <laughs> Literally packed up my whole entire bedroom in a day. And here we moved. So I've now been here for the last five months, nearly. So all of January, all of February, all of March, April, May. Yeah, five months. Nearly here for exactly five months. So, yeah. Moved out. Obviously, I'm now working. So I feel like I've had a nice split of, like, things that people think they should do, like, post-grad. Like, I jumped into the travelling and then I jumped full steam ahead into the career. So that's what I've been doing if you need an update. First question is, and as, as I said, let's remember how unique my position is that I had a job coming out of uni and kind of knew I did a little bit somewhat. Like, obviously, my job is very, very unpredictable and I could lose everything next week. But I knew I'd have a job. Even if I didn't have enough to move out, I knew that even if I was moving home, I had a job that I was going to be going in. Like, I had absolutely no intention of applying to any jobs. I was like, I'm giving this my absolute all for the foreseeable when it stops, cool. Also, graduated with the first. <laughs> Cheers to me. Not necessary, I just like to pat my back on. Pat my back on, pat my back where possible for that because your bitch grinded hard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pros and cons of uni versus postgrad. I'm going to give you my top three. So top three pros in uni. Obviously, you're around all of your besties, around all of your friends. You probably live with your friends. Your friends are down the road. It's absolutely wonderful. Little other responsibility. I mean, for me, obviously, I had this job on the side. But apart from that, it felt like... Like, now I feel like I have responsibility. I have things to be getting on with. Like, even if it is just this job. Like, I've got stuff to be doing. I feel like I have more responsibility. And the pro of uni, I'm actually going to go ahead and say structure, which I'll talk more about in two seconds. Pros of postgrad, being able to do what I love full time. This is why I hated uni, because I had this waiting for me. And I was like, I just want to go and start now. Like, I just love it. I just want to go and do it. Um, also, that comes under, I feel like, not working. No, no uni work. No deadlines. No working to a brief. Like, just no work. Doing this full time and no work, I feel like come under the same bracket. Being able to move to a new city, yes. No more ugly student flats and houses. An actual nice flat. Does it cost four times the amount? Sure. Is it four times as pretty? Yes, actually. My last year house was actually quite gorgeous. My second year house was like living in a dumpster. It was disgusting. I've only actually got two pros for post because I feel like the main pro is just literally not being in uni anymore. Like, what else is there to have as a pro? <laughs> I guess that, like, no, because that comes under doing what I love full time. 
I'm going to go, I'm going to take them separately, actually. Doing what I love full time, like being able to have a job that you love, be creative, not work to someone else's creativity in brief. And then like the pro is just the free time, the no work, like being able to do things guilt free, not like going out on the weekend and being like, oh, but I should be doing some more uni work or guilt free, free time. It's the biggest pro of post uni. The cons, uni, obviously, duh, the work. I feel like the cons of the uni are just the opposite of the pros of the post. No work, um, or no, the cons is having lots of work and having no time. Having to do what someone else wants you to do, like having, I felt like I was completely stripped of every single ounce of creativity I had. Um, oh, I put time to fun which was interesting. Like the con of uni is that you feel like you have to be making the most of it at, at all times and that you know this era is gonna come to an end. Like it's actually inevitable, this will come to an end and you and all your friends will like part ways. Like obviously people go on and like Tia literally still lives with one of our best friends from uni now. But I feel like for the most part, or maybe it's 50-50, maybe some uni friends do go and live together, but it's timed fun, like it's almost like a, a ticking bomb. It's just, it's just a matter of time before you will split your ways, which is quite sad because you feel like you should be making the most of it at every single point. Uh, the post unicorns, it's expensive out here. Not being minutes away from your pals, obviously. Um, and then I've put post cons, having responsibilities, <laughs> having nothing to blame things on, <laughs> like, oh, I haven't done that because I have to be doing uni or like slacking with this job a little bit because like, oh, I have uni work or just, yeah. I think the lack of structure, like the lack of being out here on your own sometimes is a bit of a con. <laughs> Obviously one of the most asked questions was, would I do anything differently, care less, have more fun and literally do not sweat about it so much. If I could go back to uni, I would literally give myself, give all of my friends a tap on the shoulder and be like, go and have fun. And not as in like go out clubbing because we weren't really those girlies anyway, but like have that wine and cheese night because post grad, I've seen them all once. It has been a year since I left that uni house and I have seen all of my friends, well technically twice if you count graduation, I've seen them once. That is, what part of that is okay? And it's our fault, obviously, but it's hard. Like Gabby only really works weekends. Hannah only works weekdays. Obviously I am free whenever and so's Lou, but trying to get the four of us together is just clearly non-existent. It's only happened once. So I'd be like, girls, make the most of it. Remember this is time to fun. Remember this actually does have to finish. So make the most of it you're all struggling to get jobs anyway so just whether we've got a first or a 2-1 or a 2-2 clearly it doesn't matter because none of us can get a fucking job anyway so just have some more fun but i don't think any of us would i think we would all all work just as much even if someone told us that because our tutors told us that the whole way through and if we didn't even listen to our tutors why the fuck would we listen to future us how not to feel embarrassed about how not to feel embarrassed or guilty about not having a post-grad job lined up. I think the main thing here is to remember and know that it's completely normal. Like, there was a handful of people in our degree class that had 
post-grad jobs lined up like either grad schemes or just like normal jobs but it definitely wasn't the norm it was like oh wow like they've already done it it wasn't most people in our class did and you were the abnormal one if you didn't you were the abnormal one if you did not abnormal in like a weird way it was just like you were the anomaly because I think we had a class of like 30 I could think of one that had a postgrad job maybe two obviously I didn't know everybody's situations but out of maybe like the 10 12 girls I knew I think like one or two of them did so remember that it's completely normal and you probably feel this way because like maybe parents or tutors or just like other people around you are saying that you need to have something lined up or just simply fucking asking you what are you doing afterwards what are you doing afterwards know that it's completely normal to not know everyone is feeling this way maybe try and have some more like open and honest conversations with your friends and see what they're doing if they're feeling this way like the moment one of you is more open with another you'll realize everybody is the same and remember this doesn't have to be your time remember you can finish uni again like i was saying about my friends and oh yeah i should have said this at the beginning me and those four three girls from uni when we did see each other filmed a six month postgrad don't worry i'm not gonna do one every six months but i just felt like six months because they were all here i was like let's talk about it and now i'm here a year postgrad and a lot of people asked for it i feel like now i'll probably probably leave it maybe like a five year no but so we did do a six month all together so if you are interested in like four different people's opinions someone who like me did have a job three which didn't one which had a job she got made redundant two of them still can't find a job they like one of them just got like a job to keep them ticking in the meantime all four like different opinions if you want to go and listen to that i'll try and remember to leave it linked down below but if not go back like to january it was a january episode but yeah remember this doesn't have to be your time you are allowed to go and just get any any job and just like see it over for the time being this doesn't be the time have to be the time where you have like your dream job or even a job that you bloody like just yeah do not feel embarrassed it's completely normal it is so hard to get a job at the moment my three friends from uni none of them have a job in industry which was another huge question which i'm sure i probably wrote down somewhere but yeah none of them have a job in industry one had one and got made redundant and that's it is what it is like everyone i talked to like family friends i was at a wedding the other day and family friends of friends were telling me oh yeah like their son had finished uni and still can't get a job and whatnot and it's like it's so comforting to hear that everybody's in the same position because i bet that must feel so rubbish if not like say you've got a group of three friends even and two of them do and you don't and you're like okay well everybody does no just widen your circle a little bit everyone is struggling my dad was like oh wow really when he heard about like someone else and i was like well neither do any of my friends he was like oh wow i was like yeah it's, it's a serious issue man because especially if you want to go live in london or live somewhere else no one's even offering to pay you money that can let you live there's grad scheme jobs in london in fashion that are paying like 22 grand a year like pre-tax how the fuck are you supposed to live in london on i'm not going to do quick maths but i think it works out like 1.2k renting renting a room in london in a house share is like 800 pound minimum 400 pound you still need bills you still need tax like are you joking so it's completely normal do not worry everybody is in the same position from what i've heard what do i miss that i thought i wouldn't 
structure and deadlines almost. Again, very unique for me because if you were to go into a normal like nine to five job or even like a work from home job but you're working for a company, you would have structure, you would have deadlines and you would have someone else kind of holding your hand a little bit or like you would have someone else kind of giving you your to-do list in a way. Obviously your boss doesn't come around with your to-do list every morning but you kind of know what your jobs are for the day and you do have to get them done because otherwise you're gonna get fired and someone's gonna come in and go, where's this, where's that? Whereas for me, I am finding a little bit more structure with my management at the moment. We've got a nice thing going on with our like bi-weekly meetings. It's like, have you done what we spoke about two weeks ago? But I do miss having somewhere to get up and go. Like me and all my friends waking up in the same house being like, let's go to uni. Or even if we're not, like, let's go and all work in a coffee shop together. Or let's just all work in the living room. Or even if they're going to uni, I'm working in the living room, then they're coming back home and we have the evening together. I definitely do miss a bit of the structure, a bit of the deadline, a bit of the being (laughs) spoon-fed. Because, again, it's unique to me, but I don't have that in any way. And the last few weeks, I've actually really been struggling, like working and living alone from home because it really just does take some discipline to like get up and get out of the house when you don't have to I've done a whole episode on like picking the uncomfortable situations but it is hard and I did a vlog the other day where um I was saying oh I want to go and work outside I want to go work downstairs on my laptop's dead I'll just do the work here but I really should get out of the flat and they ended up having a really really bad day in the end and Something did happen that upset me, but I know if I had got out of the flat and like made more effort to look after myself that day, that wouldn't have affected me as much. So yeah, for me, I'm definitely missing like the place to go, the structure, having like people around you who are doing the same thing, I guess as well. But that is super unique to me. Is it hard to keep in touch with your pals? Yes. (laughs) It's not hard to keep in touch. I literally texted them all yesterday. I was like, what bag do you think? I need to order that bag, actually. I was like, what bag do you think I should wear? I'm going to a red carpet, guys. What the fuck? What bag do you think I should have? And they all, like, told me. And I'll, we'll text every once in a while and be like, what are you guys doing? Like, how's the job search going? But it's hard to meet up, definitely. Um, Again, because we are just so all over the place. None of us stayed in our uni town, so it's not even like... Like, one of my friends is Imogen. I think a lot of them are still in uni. If not, they're just still where she went to uni. So she gets to, like, just go back and see loads of them at once. Or, like, loads of them are in London. So she's going to brunch in London and, like, meeting up with, like, four of her uni friends. Whereas we're just not even kind of close to each other anymore. And all have such different time schedules and jobs. It's not like we all just have, like, Monday 9 to 5 and we're free every weekend. Like, it's just... It's getting really awkward and it's actually really upsetting. But yes, I am. I am, not gonna lie, I am finding it difficult. But again, everything like that is so different for each other. So don't look at me and go, oh my God, we're never gonna see each other again. Imogen sees her uni friends more than me and Imogen doesn't even live in the UK anymore. (laughs) Did I feel lost at first and how did I overcome it? No, not gonna lie, I didn't. I felt very free from uni although i almost feel more lost now the lack of structure and the fact like this is forever 
is only starting to keep creep up on me now. Like I just said, the last few weeks have been quite hard with lack of structure. But the kind of fact of like, ah, I need to figure this out because this is it. It's not like, oh, one more year of this, then we're out of uni and then I'll like start again. Like this is me for the for the foreseeable now. In this flat, in Manchester. I'm probably even gonna be in this flat in Manchester for like another year and a half maybe. My lease is up in December, maybe I'll move flat, but like, this is me now, for the foreseeable. On my own, working, for myself, living alone. You have to make this work. And that almost makes me feel a bit lost. And only is that creeping up on me now, one year later. I travelled first, and then moved to Manchester. Like, there was a lot of exciting things going on. Finishing uni and being able to just, like, get on a plane and just, like, go travelling for, like, three, four months was literally all I could have asked for. And then I got back and I moved to Manchester and I was like, okay, here we go, city girl life, it's now time for career. Only now is the novelty starting to wear off of, like, okay, this is what you're doing. Again, I didn't feel lost because I, I just wasn't lost. I had a job, which, again, very unique situation to be in. So I wasn't stressed about that however it is very 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 normal to feel lost so how would i overcome that keep reminding yourself how much time you have you have the rest of your life this isn't your life now in this like year two years five years even 10 years post-grad you are going to be working until you're 60 years old you literally have 40 years to feel lost, find it, lose it, find it again, refind it, change it again. You have so much time. You do not even need to feel found at one point in your life ever. You have so much time to quote unquote figure it out. This one year postgrad is not the year that you need to be striving for the best of the best. Have a real think about what success looks like to you and erase all timelines associated with that. I think if you are feeling really lost, having an outline of, okay, well, what is important to me? What does success look like to me? What would make me happy right now in this moment? Is it a break? Is it, do I really want this career? Do I want some time off? Do I want just like a career to get by for the moment? Like have a real think about what success looks like for you. And most importantly, yeah, erase all timelines to do with that. If you're like me, you'll overshoot everything. Oh, I want my career, I want my dream job and I want it two months after postgrad. I want to move to London in the September, like three months after postgrad. Erase all the timelines, just erase them because if it doesn't happen, you'll be upset and all you're doing is putting pressure on it because just let things unfold the way they're supposed to unfold. Do not worry about feeling lost. Like, that's a fucking social construct construct that we have come up with. Like, I feel really lost. I need to, like, find my purpose and find my meaning. No, you just need to live. You just need to get on with your life and live it. Find a job that is whatever it is and just live. And don't worry about, like, feeling like you haven't got it all together. Because in reality, absolutely no one, no one has it all together. I'm sure you can go and ask your parents if they feel like they've got it all together. They'd be like, no, I'm not sure if I like my job. I'm not sure if I want to move. I wish I moved when I was younger, blah, 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 blah. No one, even that person you look at on Instagram, even if that person is me, let me tell you, by no means do I feel found. Just because I have a 
job post-uni post post doesn't mean I know what the fuck I'm doing and feel like I'm on the right path. Cut yourself some slack and just relax. You're gonna be fine. Hardest adjustment for me, the financials, definitely. Um, hit me like a ton of bricks, which I feel like I talk about a lot recently, but sorry, it's true. It's at the forefront of my mind all the time at the moment. Um, yeah, for me, what hit me the hardest was definitely the financials. Obviously not seeing my friends, but I wanna, I wanna stop saying that so much because that's such an obvious post-grad like, struggle, like being able to meet up with your friends. But yeah, funny because for me, I then turned full time into this. Obviously thought I would be making way more money and don't get me wrong, some months I am, but I don't think I expected, again, very naive of me, to feel so aware of the money I had and the money I'm spending, but I definitely am. How do I look back on uni? I thought that was a lovely question. I think it was so fun. Like a big extension of like school, like a big extension of a girl's holiday. No, not quite. Like a big extension of school. I think I was born to be an adult. <laughs> Even in uni, I was doing way too much, but I do just look back at the whole thing and smile. Like I got literally emotional writing this last night. The whole experience is just like, cloud, it doesn't feel like the right word, but the whole experience is just like, all that sticks out when I think back is just, I'm literally gonna cry all of the unreal times and all of the memories, like the hilarious memories, like watching Dragon's Den with the girls, our birthdays, like we almost made such an effort with our birthdays, chill nights at Hannah's flat to run away from like our ugly second year house, hilarious moments in the first year flat, like there's just so, like having mental breakdowns together, like there was this funny year, funny period in third year where like everybody just took it in turns. One week Lou was just having an absolute breakdown don't worry i've spoken about this in many vlogs so she doesn't mind also my uni vlogs are so much fun i feel like i need to go back and start watching them all again um yeah lou had a week of a breakdown then i had a serious breakdown week and then gabby who never has a breakdown gabby is not that girly gabby just came down and she was like i think it's my turn and we were like oh my god literally one week after the other like oh my god the time me and hannah cried in uni after our tutorials <laughs> Like, there's just so many hilarious moments that stick out. Like, I'm actually really sad it's over. Like, I actually am. When I was writing this yesterday, I just had to text the girls. I was like, we really did have the best time. And I miss you all so much. If you're in uni and you're, li and you're listening to this, please, please take this into your living room right now and play it to everybody please stop getting so hooked up on uni. Like, I know a lot of the moments I just said there that I record as like our hilarious favorite moments for us crying over uni. And it is funny, it's good for the plot. It's good for the memes. But please just spend more time together. Please have more fun. Like, I wish we didn't run away in summers so soon and come to uni so late. Like, oh my God, me and Lou went to uni Surely it wasn't a month. I think it was only like two weeks early. It might have been a whole month early. Um, one September. And oh my, I think it was. I think we went mid-August. That month was just like the best month ever. So many good memories from that month. Please spend more time together. Please stop putting so much pressure on your degree. 
to get a first and to get the best of the best like just relax and please please spend more time together because it is honestly it's the last thing you'll experience like it I mean obviously I'm living alone a lot of my friends still live with their friends and still have so much fun but you don't know what's going to happen after uni. You don't know if you're going to have to go back home and live at home for a few years. You don't know if you're going to have to end up living by yourself. You don't know if you're going to be in a random house share with people that you don't know. So just make the most of almost like the certainty of uni. Because if you know anything, you know that you have these three years with your friends. And if you're listening to this and thinking, I don't have any friends, I'm really, really sorry. Because that is definitely the reality for some people. But there is definitely a way to meet some people. Like, not to plug I I do this because I love it and I love hearing these stories so many girls have met friends at their uni one girl that came to the brunch met a girl at her uni and then they flew to Venice together on like a voucher mystery holiday and they met on my Facebook page and I'm not saying my Facebook page I don't I forget these days to post a lot on there when I first made it I was posting like once a week just like questions and posts to get you guys to interact with me and each other and whatnot but now other people just post it is anyone from this place anyone from this place anyone want to go and do this and just like ask for advice and whatnot. It's the Life Your Life's Your Bitch Facebook page. I'll leave a link down below. You are bound to find someone on there who goes to the same uni as you. I posted a screenshot on my Instagram yesterday of someone saying, I was like, how's everybody's week? Are you having a good week? And someone was like, yeah, I'm meeting up with two girls today from your Facebook page. And I posted it on my story and I was like, happy Tuesday to the best community in the world. And then like four of you asked to join the Facebook page and even post a link like within the minute. And I posted another picture, like you're making the right decision, like just laughing that you'd already asked to join. And yesterday, I think like over 200 girls, 200 more girls joined it. So if you're listening to this, don't doubt it. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there is someone near you in your same uni, like down the road, like definitely, because a lot of us are uni girlies who I feel like are in a few of the like main spots. And even if you're not, there's definitely someone. But yeah, if you're listening to this thinking, my uni experience wasn't like that, don't worry. I also think, sorry, this is such a tangent now. And that's why I said, when I look back on my whole experience, only the good, it's like almost clouded by the good because my uni experience didn't feel that good in the moment almost. My uni experience didn't feel that crazy. And I made a whole TikTok about this, about freshers. I'm like, you'll hear everybody say, freshers is the best year ever, rah, 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 rah. I... Like the first year of uni is like the best year, blah, 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 blah. My first year of uni like was not the best year ever. It did not feel like it. Like I changed course the first three months. I was actually really sad. I wanted to drop out. But you can only look back at it with fondness. Like it's quite hard to look back on things. I think anyway, maybe that's just props to me in a way. But I just think there is so much good that happens at uni. It's hard to look back at it and remember like, all of the, obviously you can if you want, but like all of the stress and all of the hard times, all of the cries and all of the times you felt like you weren't making the most of it. Like in the moment, we didn't feel like we were making the most of it by any means. But now I look back and I'm like, no, maybe we didn't make the most of it, but fucking hell did we have a great time. Fucking hell would I give anything to just like have another week. So I feel like that's important to say actually. Don't worry if you're listening to this thinking, God, my uni experience didn't sound as fun as yours. Mine was probably the most like mediocre uni experience on paper that it could have been. But looking back on it, when you can't see those friends anymore and you're not in that situation, you can only look back at it with fondness. So I feel like there's a big contrast in that. Okay, let's move on. 
One thing I regret not doing this year, nothing. Honestly, I've had the best postgrad year I could have asked for. So I'm gonna move on because it really is true. I traveled and I moved to Manchester and that's literally all I could have asked for. And I've signed with my absolute dream agency. Like the day I started YouTube, this agency was like my absolute dream and now I'm with them, so. Someone said, which I feel like is the question of the year when it comes to postgrad, isn't it? Career straight away. Oh no, this isn't the question I thought it was. Career straight away or take time to settle into a nice lifestyle. I think it's whatever you need. I needed time. I thought I didn't. I thought I was going to smash out the travel videos and work so hard and like grind for you guys. Now that I've got the time, no. I needed to not think. I'm not saying that you need to go and travel for three, four months and travel to the other side of the world to get that same feeling. You'll know what you need and you'll know what you think you need to do. But personally, if you're asking me personally, I think it's person to person and you know yourself best. But me personally, I think everybody post uni could do with some time to relax. Even the girls now, they were like, oh my God, we all thought we'd be like moved out in a new job by September. September came around. They were like, I'm not ready for that. And even if you ask them now, I think they'd say they're not ready for that. Like my friend Hannah is in a job that she doesn't love, but she's like traveling here and there with her weeks off and with her weekends off and like doing all these fun things. And I think if you asked her now, if she was ready to go into a job or if she would change it, I'm not, I mean, I don't know, I'm not Hannah. I'm not 100% sure she would. So I personally think everybody should take some time to relax into a nice lifestyle. Obviously that sounds super privileged. I don't mean not get a job. I just mean I wouldn't run into a nine to five straight away. I don't know, personally, I would at least take the summer. At least. Does the feeling of wishing you did better in uni? Oh no, does the feeling of wishing you did better last? Absolutely not, the opposite, if you can't tell. You'll realize how much you shouldn't have cared. Do I think I'd be in a good position if I didn't have YouTube? No. Straight up, I don't. It's so hard to get a job in industry. All my pals don't. I can see how much everybody's struggling. It seems like such a hard mental game. I do not think I would be in like a good or the same position if I didn't have YouTube. I'm glad that I worked so incredibly hard in uni to set myself up to be in this position. And obviously a huge thanks to you guys because it's not a one man job here. I need your guys' support, which you always provide. But yeah, I always said in third year, I was like, as much as I want to smash this and I did want to get first, I don't even know why I wanted to get first so bad, I just did. I was like, as much as I want to do all of that, I want to not neglect this YouTube channel. I want to set myself up for after uni, which is why I did just grind so hard. Got an editor when things really got rough because I was like, even if I'm not making any money in this moment, I cannot go four weeks without posting a YouTube video. It is just not happening. I'm not doing that to myself, to you guys, to all the hard work that I've put in. So I got an editor, I didn't make any money for like honestly a few months, I hardly made any money because I was like, all I care about is making sure that this doesn't drop off. But in the same breath, I couldn't completely give up on uni. So no, I don't, in short, I don't think I would be in the same position or a good position or anything. Constant job rejections. This is the um, question of the hour, which I probably should have put closer to the episode because who knows, people might have turned off by now. But this is, this is the best advice I've got for you guys in this question. Do I give up on the dream job and just go into sales, like rolling eye emoji? Yeah. Yes, yes, you absolutely do. You have your whole entire life 
to get your dream job. You have got the next 40 years of your working life to get your dream job. In my humble opinion, 21, two, three, four, the whole of your 20s to be fair, isn't the time to have your dream job. Oh my God, if you get your dream job, but like me, I'm gonna get onto that in a minute. If you get your dream job at 25, wow, unbelievable. Early achiever, early success, we love it. You would feel so proud, it is amazing. Doesn't mean it has to be, nor is it maybe the best time to have it. Take it from me, I do have my dream job. This is my, oh my God, dream, dream, dream job. Couldn't think of anything better. My whole entire 22 years of existence, this is what I've wanted to do for a job. And I'm scared this is my peak. I'm scared that for the rest of my working life, I will never have a job that I like as much as this. I will never have a job that I enjoy as much as this. I will never have a job that I consider my dream job as much as this. That is the only thing that kind of, people are always like, oh, are you, are you scared that this won't last forever? Are you scared that you don't know what you'll do? I'm not scared because I'm sure I trust myself enough that I'll have a job and I'll enjoy it. But sometimes I am like, is this my peak? And that's scary because I'm 22. I'm scared of peaking at like 23, four. In a few more years, a few more hard work, a few more years of hard work, am I gonna peak? Obviously you'll peak in life in different ways. You know, maybe I'll get married and maybe I'll have a kid and then my job won't even matter. I'll just be in a job so I can provide for my gorgeous little babies. And, and then at that age, I'll be like working just so I can go on holiday with my family. Like obviously you'll peak in different ways, but in terms of my career, I'm like, is this the best career I'm gonna get? And that's low key a bit scary. Like you have your whole life to get your dream job. You do not need it at this age. Even if you see someone like me have it at their age, someone in your um, uni class has like flown to Berlin and got a sick job and got what looks like the dream job and is doing quote unquote better than you are, has got a quote unquote better job than you. Just remember like you have your whole life to do that. And I think the thing is with timing as well, we always want something so, so bad and we want it now. And then when it happens, you realize the timing of it never actually mattered. Like when I really wanted to hit 100K, every month that went past, I was like, oh my God, it's no longer like, it's no longer happened like really fast. Like I, I grew really quickly from like 50 to 100K, like in a matter of two months. And every month that went past that I needed that extra 2000 subscribers, I was like, this is no longer impressive because now it's taken three months, four months. Now it's taken six months. This isn't impressive anymore. This isn't as successful. The moment I hit it, I didn't care how long it took. You probably could have hit it five years later and that same feeling of getting the achievement would have felt the same. So what I'm trying to say is, whether you get that dream job at 25 or 40, you're still going to get that job in your lifetime. When you get it, once you've got it, because I do believe you will, won't matter. So yes, go into sales and don't make work the main point of your life. Live to work, work to live. People see these the other way around, but work to live. Go into your job, get the coin, and then live. Live outside your nine to five. 
Spend your weekends doing fun things. Make an effort to do fun things after work. Take your holiday off and enjoy your time. Like, you don't have to make, nor do I think you should, work the main, I'm such a fucking hypocrite, work the main point of your life in your early 20s. Hypocrite, again, see, because I'm scared I've peaked, so I don't want to waste my peak. I don't know, it's funny. I would not change it for the world. I would never, ever, 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 I adore this job, but obviously every job has its pros and cons, and yeah, I'm scared I've peaked, which is why I'm scared to not work as hard, because I'm scared I'm at my peak. And that's a bit of a funny thought. Okay, I need to hurry up. Move away from home, move away for work or stay at home. This is totally dependent on if you can afford it and if you want to. Do you get on with your parents, etc. Honestly, it's personal preference. Do you want to leave your hometown? Is there a job in your hometown that you like? Absolutely take it, live with your parents for a bit, save some money. I do personally think, <laughs> controversial opinion, loading in three, two, one. When we get to the age of 24, I say 24, but like, I do have friends at 24. 24, five, six, definitely 25, six. Oh, is it controversial opinion? I don't think so. I don't think you should be living at your parents anymore just to save money. I think if you can afford it, which is obviously the main point here, if you can't afford it, uh, different story, obviously. If you have a job that, like I, there's someone in mind when I'm talking about this, I know someone, right, really good money, 25, six, still living at home. Like making really good money. Should I let you into some tea? They, they won't listen to this. Bought a house and started to rent it, still living at their parents, no. You need to get up now and go and live your go and live your big person life. I don't think I don't know. Con it's not controversial. I just think there's a point where we have to get on with our adult life and not just live with our parents to save money. I get it from like post uni. I get it if you want to like save up a chunk of money before you move out for uncertainty. Oh my god, absolutely. I get it if you want to live at home for two three years and then go and travel. So you want to save money. You don't want to waste it on rent. Absolutely, there are so many circumstances where it makes so much sense. If your parents are able to let you live with them and that is an option, it is amazing and can be so beneficial. I'm talking about when we're an actual adult with an actual job and we don't really need to anymore, but we're doing it just for the sake of saving money. I don't think, I just think there's a point where you have to get on with your own life, isn't there? And stop depending on your parents and like stop just living with them because you can and because you can save money. That's not what you asked, but... There's a little controversial, it's, I don't think it's controversial at all actually. I'm just worried about getting canceled. I don't think it's controversial at all, it's true. I think that gets to a point where you're an adult, you need to move on with your life and stop almost taking advantage of your parents. Not taking advantage, okay, I'm gonna stop now because now that is controversial. Okay, that's all the questions I had, but in short, don't be embarrassed to stay at home, regardless of what I just said. Do not be embarrassed to stay at home, 21, 22, 23, even 24. If you can't afford it, if you want to save money to go traveling, like my boyfriend lives at home because we want to go traveling in a few years. He wants to save some money. He has a job that he loves at home. It makes perfect sense. Why would you? There are so many circumstances where it makes perfect. I just had friends move home. They lived out, they moved out and now they've moved back because they want to save money and go travel. There are so many circumstances where it makes so much sense if you can. And if your parents are able to let you move back in, if it's an option, it makes so much sense. Why would you not? Don't be ashamed, but also don't be ashamed of moving out and living paycheck to paycheck because it's great fun out here as well. There's more to life than saving money at the end of the day. 
like moving out and spending all your money is an experience in itself and is something that I love. I wouldn't change it for the world. I am quite literally living paycheck to paycheck at the moment. Don't have any money left over. I'm not able to save money. Love it. Wouldn't change it for the world. I think it's so much fun out here. So it's just whatever is calling to you. And again, don't be afraid to switch in between them. This episode is so long. If you move out, you don't like it, you want to move back, cool. If you're living at home, you want to move out and then you decide you don't like it, don't you can chop and change as much as you want. Okay, where would I like to be in a year? Probably still in money. If I had it my way, maybe living with a boyfriend, my boyfriend. We'll see about that, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, hopefully have some savings for travel. Hopefully I can start saving within the next year. Hopefully I will have been on some cool trips. I might have a cool trip coming up in summer. I would love to make a bit more money in the next year so that I can, yeah, go on some cool trips and save some money. In career, I have no idea. I should definitely set some goals. Hopefully another like weekend retreat. Maybe I could start hosting my own like little retreats and my own little day events because I'll have enough knowledge. I'd love to collaborate with like a brand like Neom on something like really cool, like a wellness something. I don't know. Honestly, where I am just like slightly elevated. In a year's time, I think I would like to be in a different flat. I'm not sure. Again, I'd have to be earning a lot more money to be in a different flat, but I would really love, do you know what? I wouldn't. I would love to, I don't mind being in this flat. In a year's time, I'd love to have an office. I think that is something I would really love. I'd love to have, not like a co-working space, like an actual office where I can set up like my podcast and I can go and film my podcast and go and do my work and like get up the house and go somewhere. In a year's time, yeah, I would love to have an office. I think that would be great. Anyway, next week, the episode is all about making friends in our 20s. So I want to know who is your last new friend you made? How did you meet them? Are they one of your best friends? Is it someone you've never seen again? Did you not get along? Like just a little story time. Well, who is your last new friend? And tell me about them slash tell yourself about them. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's been helpful, comforting, insightful, reassuring, inspiring, whatever you needed, I hope you got from me. And I will see you next week, yes, with an episode all about making new friends in your 20s, which trust me, I was going to say it's difficult. It's not. It's actually easier than you think. You've just got to be a bit of a yes man and have some confidence. But I'll talk to you all about that next week. I love you so much. It is boiling outside. I am sweating. See you next week.